It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have a great shot of Ochoa celebrating. Uh, okay, can we for a moment talk about how terrible of a person he is? That he probably <laughs> apple pie and America and like <laughs> his grandmother just the worst human being I've and, ever seen on a soccer field. And such a punchable face. <laughs> I mean, Luis Suarez bit a guy twice and is still not as bad as David Ochoa. Two new signings, gentlemen. Ben Sweat wants to shake the stink of two terrible expansion teams off of him. Yuri Rizal Rizal is here to return to his former glory. We got new signings to talk about. The silly season in full effect. Thad Bell has not arrived yet. He is late. I'm hoping it will be a surprise when he joins in here and we can roast him whenever he does. So, yes, Robert and Chad are here with me. What's going on, gentlemen? Cody, you've been working on your intro game, apparently. That, That was good. Wait, yeah, was? I'm happy that you mentioned, you know, who we are and maybe that we're work for the Blue Testament.com, you know, something like that. There you go. Insert a bad fun joke, a fad joke right here, you know, on your puns. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, that I worked on it in the time where I literally just hit record and started talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I know how to do it from, from here on out. <laughs> Subconsciously, I meant your brain was thinking about it. So let's start with, uh, let's start with Ben Sweat. How about that? Ben Sweat, 2020 came, uh, started with Inter-Miami, terrible there. Well, he wasn't terrible, but the team was terrible. And then and this, year, this year with Austin FC, just as, just as abysmal, actually more 
more abysmal than Inter Miami's first year. So I saw the I saw the highlight reel, and I must admit I didn't follow each of these teams closely those last two years. So I'm not all that familiar with this guy. But uh, it sounds you know left back or an outside back at least sounds like a much needed position. Uh, cool highlight reel. Good job, Sporting KC <laughs> media team. It looked good to me. He's gonna be great according to this highlight reel I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will defend uh, his involvement with Austin FC. He played a whopping two games for 93 minutes before he tore his ACL and missed the entire season. So you can't blame him for that. Our old that, friend Matt Beasler might get some blame, but not not Ben, I don't think. That would be why there was like no highlights of Austin FC in that highlight reel. Like, it makes sense now. <laughs> but haven't we dropped other players uh, coming off of injuries? You know, Jimmy Madronda, others we could mention. And now we're picking up a guy who's just coming off an ACL. Okay. Uh, yeah, a guy coming off an of ACL, and we've returned to the great Sporting KC free agent experiment, which has failed, <laughs> which has also failed miserably in the past. So we'll, we'll see. And uh, so I guess, am I taking that you're not very enthused by this, Robert? You don't seem enlightened. Well, you know, eventually someone's going to make the point that is obvious here. I'm not going to go down that road. I'm going to <laughs> remain optimistic that, hey, he's got some size, got some MLS experience. Um, those are two good things. And he's a left back. And, you know, we could we need one. Like, right now, anybody is better than nothing. Or is it? <laughs> okay, Chad. So what's the obvious angle that Bob is staying away from here that oh, I'm gosh. actually not even aware of. I don't know what the obvious one. Is. I'm not sure I know what the obvious <laughs> angle is either. Uh -oh. um, I, I would just say like kind of, yeah, I'm glad that they have somebody, right? You got to have a left back. Arguably you need at least two left backs, right? I had two last year, five fullbacks on the roster last year. So uh, got to have somebody, uh, maybe he'll be a contributor. I, I guess the real debate is like, is he the guy and are they going to sign somebody else to play left back and compete with him or in front of him? And he's just that quality depth that Vermees will actually trust to maybe go to his bench versus, well, I'm just making jokes now at this point, but um, <laughs> <laughs> he might actually feel more confident if he's got some veterans backing guys up versus last year, it was what, like 10 homegrowns and he used them sparingly outside of, you know, obviously the, the stars. One difference in these free agent signings is, is age right uh, and at least off the top of my head it seems like the past free agent signings have been on the wrong side of 30 and even you know even beyond that justin map i know was was on the older side so you know and, and both it's 29 yuri's 29 incredibly because he played for us like a decade ago so that's amazing <laughs> that he's only 29 uh and ben sweat is 30 so i, I you know i suppose that could be a uh, a difference to some of these past experiments, but yes, I think they're going to come in as veteran presences. And that was my first question upon hearing about Ben sweat is like, is he sliding in above Dia? Like, you know, where does this, I don't even know, like, where does this fit in? I guess, I guess that's what, what Vermees likes though, is the, the competition for, for positions all over the field. Yeah. And he's got himself security. You know, I'm sure there's going to be another left back signing or promoted somewhere. He's got security of a guy who has MLS experience. Uh, hopefully, you know, he's recovered well from his ACL, obviously, but he's got that security blanket, which you need. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I feel like, yeah, he's, he's probably better than Dia, right? If you look at their career trajectories and how much time he's played in MLS versus, you know, Dia really kind of had that time at sporting the first time around and the late run in 20, 20 before 
he basically didn't see the field at all in 2021. So, so it would seem to be an upgrade over that, presuming that he is healthy. At least he tore his ACL almost a year ago, like, you know, two <laughs> games into the season. So, you know, it'll, the season will start 10 months or so after that. He should be hopefully closer to recovered or, but, you know, it takes a while to come back from a knee injury sometimes. So I don't he'll, know. He'll, he'll get recovered from the injury and then uh, have a positive COVID test and not be able to play. So <laughs> yeah, I think we're in for a lot of those this year, probably. Yes. yes. So, every, so how do you guys look at this part of it? You know, he's drafted by the crew. Okay. He ends up catching the eye of NYCFC. Uh, he gets on with them, and then uh, he's drafted by Inter-Miami um, in the expansion draft, and then Austin trades for him before their inaugural season. He, he's been in need. He's been wanted. Is that the way you look at it, or are you like, oh, God, he can't even stick at one place? I would say in demand, right? Like, I mean, yeah. the fact he was the first pick of Miami in the expansion draft, and I think there's something to be said for picking domestic players, right? The domestic players maybe at times undervalued in MLS and you know you only have eight international slots and however many green cards you can muster so everybody can't be an international sporting only has two open international spots left if they were to use one do you really want them to use one on a left back or would you rather use it on a different position yeah I was surprised when Martins was the international left back for all those years so Mm -hmm. I see I'm optimistic about this signing he seems to me like one of those guys that Vermees is just going to get the best out of like I'm it seems like it's a signing you know Vermees likes signing guys that fit into his system and have that mentality and he he strikes me as one of these players that is just going to you know he's veteran he's smart he's been around the league he's going to know what his role is and he's going to be able to do that job or at least that's you know that's the hope he's going to know what the role is if he can do that job then he's then he's going to see the field and yeah I'm optimistic he seems Seems like one of those guys that is going to work for Vermees or can catch on, you know, one of one of Vermees's projects, I guess. Now, this is a question that maybe, you know, we'd be better ask if Thad or maybe even Dave were here, but the under 22 initiative, is that a player that can be an international that doesn't count or doesn't take an international slot or not? It still does take up an international slot. Um, Really, the only thing that it helps with is you kind of have unlimited acquisition costs. So it's kind of like a designated player. But the the caveat is they can't make any more than the league maximum, which is somewhere around 650,000 a year. I'd have to look it up. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, so it would take a slot. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but you don't have to buy international players with that too because they talked about, I saw in Garber's state of the league address, he talked about, and I'll forget the number off the top of my head, 40 plus U22 players. And I definitely did not hear 40 plus signings being announced. So I have a strong feeling there were guys around MLS that were making more than the number that the the salary would show up as in the budget. And they were allocating them that way. And I know that uh, in Vermees' final press conference here, he said he made a new offer to Buzio, but he, you know, he, he did want to go abroad and- right play internationally so he would have inevitably been in that u22 slot if they had kept him around i am excited yuri's back man it seems like we have been i know Ilya finally filled the role but yuri was the one we were on this this long search for someone to fill the role that yuri finally did in vermis's system the the impossible defensive midfielder the unforgiving defensive midfielder role the holding midfielder role and yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy to see him back, but he hasn't done much in his absence and hasn't done much with 
teams that haven't done much, which is which is a concern for me. Well, I mean, the thing in um, in his last team in Orlando City, they got a new coach, new coach brought in his players, and he was kind of on the outs in that way. So maybe not his fault there because he was starting and, and doing pretty well up to then. Yeah, been- I was surprised to see he played four years in Orlando City. Like, I didn't realize it had yeah. been so long that he had been in Orlando. Yes, that's that was my same reaction as well. Have there been, did he get hurt in any of this? Have there been injuries along the way? Because that was a concern, or at least the that final year, or maybe not even the final year, at least that the 2013 playoff stretch, at least there was an injury concern with him. So, uh- Yes, according to Transfer Market, which is sometimes not super reliable on this stuff, he did have quite a few injuries. Maybe this is something of concern. Yeah. It has a knee injury in 18, muscle injury in 19, leg injuries in the last two seasons. So um, that combined, is, that's it's not that many games, but that, still. Yeah, that's what my memory of his time in Orlando was, the, is injury-filled. Yeah, and you know my memory... I remember him being a player that I really liked, but as far as his intricacies of his play, I don't remember a whole lot of them. Is he, he's a good tackler. Yeah. But is he Ilya's level on passing? You know, where does he fit in that area? His pace, don't remember him having much. So, you know, it's jury out, obviously we'll see well, how, uh, how, it, Ilya, how it goes. Ilya doesn't have the pace either, but right, so yeah, right. that's, that's my memory would be maybe the passing isn't as strong as what Ilya is capable of but no I I think every other aspect of what is required from that holding midfielder role Yuri at least at the time was doing brilliantly he just it was you know spatial awareness filling filling in passing lanes and it just I the thing I remember about him and it's and this is what whenever I felt this with Ilya was like oh my god we found our guy because I haven't felt this since Yuri was just there a, a calming sense when the ball comes to him, you know, there it, something frantic might be happening in the, in our defensive final third, or, you know, in our defensive half. And I just remember the ball, if the ball fell to him, it was just like, oh, okay, we're going to be fine. He's going to figure out how to get out of that or make the right pass or something like that. So that's, I do have very fond memories of, of his time here. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the heart of it is the, the only full season he wins the MLS Cup, right? Like, I know he got hurt in that game, but um, that's <laughs> a pretty there's good There's a mystique around record. it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> I, I will say, you... I don't recall 100%, but I feel like you don't go through Barcelona and not learn how to pass, right? Like, he's got to know how to pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I felt the way you did, um, Cody, about Ilya more so than I have anybody as far as calmness on the ball and yeah. getting out of stuff. But um, no, when he went down to MLS Cup, I was like, at that moment, I was like, oh, we're done for without Yuri in there. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I like 100%. That's and that's when I, yeah, when I'm thinking about how important he was to that team, that's the moment I go to because it was just it, like that was everyone felt like that. The most confident sporting KC, positive sporting KC fan that, that there could be. Yuri went down that game and it's just like, well, we're not going to be able to do anything like this. This isn't going to work. Like it's, it was, I mean, it was just such a gross game already and you just needed that role filled in a game like that. And it just seemed like no way, no way can we do this. 
but Mr. Oldham stepped up for us. So that's right. You, oh my God. Oh my God. What a, what a time that was. Speaking of guys that come and go from sporting Kansas city, right? Lawrence Olam. <laughs> Lawrence Olam was a vibe. No, yeah. but I mean, the obvious point I was talking about early on was, you know, these acquisitions of Ben and Uri will be looked at in the context of who we get after you know, mm-hmm. in the transfer market or whatever it is to see exactly where their role is going to be and if they're a death piece or if they're the man or what. So we won't be able to judge these really until then. Through that. Yeah, I think that's a good point because like right now, I don't even know if Yuri's the starter, right? Is it Jose Maury starting at defensive midfielder? Right. Remy, you know, Voltaire moving back there again. Who knows? Like, I think it's probably Maori and Roselle fighting out for that spot, but I don't know. Robert, you know, we're, we're doing a podcast here. We're sports talking heads. We are literally supposed to judge these right now without waiting. <laughs> we're going to be reactionary. Well, I don't like it because there's not enough speed here. These guys are too old. <laughs> I didn't want to be Mr. Negative. <laughs> Raising the average age of the team. Yeah, it is an old team. That is for sure. They do have to get younger. Um, I, I will say on the whole free agent thing, because, you know, there's not a long history of free agency in MLS. We do want to keep in mind that the rules of free agency have changed, right? You can become a free agent at a younger age. You can become a free agent with less tenure. I want to say when we were signing all those other guys, you had to be at least eight years in MLS, not like eight years like of playing, but eight years in the league, which is pretty limiting because if you went to college, which many of those guys did back there, they're coming out at 22, 23. And then so eight years, they're in their 30s automatically. That said, these two are pushing 30, but they're slightly younger because the, the minimums are now five years, although Yuri would meet the uh, eight-year requirement, I believe, or he, maybe he'd be a year short. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so it's it's a little bit different. You can be a little younger. You can have a little less experience. There's going to be some homegrowns in a few years that are hitting it. You know, they'll have the league numbers covered, but the age, I think the age minimum might be 24, 25. So, you know, they won't quite meet that. Yeah, the initial free agency was like, you know, stepping up your Italian game, you know, going to Olive Garden. That was a step up. So that's kind of what the initial free agent market was. Yeah, you had that that first year as a free agent. In order to be a free agent, you had to like play in the league for 10 years and be with one team for like seven or something. Yeah, that was that was crazy. (laughs) Okay, so let's excited we were when it was Justin Mapp was the first free agent like. Yeah. I can remember Heineman going crazy, like thinking this is going to be the guy. And, and he technically is the most successful player like in free agent history with his like seven appearances for, you know, 40 minutes yeah. oh, or whatever. Wait, 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 it's wait, like wait. nothing. Wasn't Brad, Davis history. Little, wasn't Brad Davis a little more successful than that? Brad Davis was a trade. So he is technically not a <laughs> oh, free agent. Oh, he was agent. a trade? He wasn't a free agent? Okay. No, no, he was a trade. Uh, okay. The only free agents, I believe, I got this from Mike. So if it's wrong, we blame you know, Kuhn over there. Uh, so it's uh, Justin Mapp, Brad Evans, and Rodney Wallace. That's it. Brad Evans, yeah. Okay. The other Brad. That's what you were thinking of. Maybe. All his maybe. That's, a fine, that's a fine. Robert said the wrong Brad. That's a dollar. <laughs> okay, so yeah. let's just end this conversation with the question of what is next? What else is needed? Vermese needs to sign what position for Robert to be happy this offseason? Well, look at my wish list article. Uh, left back, we need a frontline attacker. Another left be... back? We just got a left back, right? Yeah, but this can't be it, right? Come on. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> Whether it's a young one with strong potential or something else, 
uh, we need more depth at left back for sure. But on an on an MLS roster, this is how I, this is. I'm going to derail it here for a second. On an MLS roster, just the way teams are built, you know, roster limitations and all of that. We are not the, an MLS team is simply not going to be as well rounded as as other teams. Oh, I agree. Around I the agree. world, and it seems to me like left back is the position. Left back and right back is the position that MLS teams are just like. Yeah, we'll spend ten million on a striker, and our left back is going to make seventy five thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, but when you play a four three three that Vermees does, it depends on those wide backs so much. It can't be just anybody, right? Yeah. Right. And you Absolutely. got to think, Ilya was making a million bucks. So if Yuri's coming back around his prior salary, they're saving half that. Um, Martins was making three hundred and forty. Ben was making Ben Sweat's making two fifty last year. So he's less than Martins, mm-hmm. but more than Dia. Dia was at one thirty five. So it's like there's wiggle room in there to add money. Not to mention yeah. Roger may or may not come back. That's another half a million dollars. If Zussi comes back, you got to think it's going to be at less than seven hundred plus that he was making. There, there should be money to wiggle, plus all that Buzio money. You get, I think, a million dollars of that can be converted to GAM, so you can use that to buy down players, allocation money. Jalen Lindsay money, too. Yeah. Yeah, and is the Rossell signing, is it a sign that maybe Roger isn't coming back, do you think? Or is just, hey, he's available, let's jump on it? To me, they're different, different players. Like, different players, different positions. They are right? different Roger, players, Roger sure. played D mid last year in an emergency sure. situation but sure. other than that he couldn't stay in position he was roaming up the field and things like that um but yuri could he step forward and, and play that eight maybe potentially i don't think that's his best spot obviously i think we all know that but like maybe you don't need it i think there's four quality midfielders at those eight spots between kinda voltaire uh, duke and hernandez assuming he comes off of his suspension that meaning that you think sporting needs to sign what oh and now you're going back to your question you asked robert um gosh well they need a lot of things much like robert's article said right though they'll, they'll probably add a midfielder they always add you never have enough midfielders right you have to you need a left back and a right back still because zussi isn't under contract right now and Caden pierre has exactly zero mls minutes and then i think like low-key you need another attacking player like they're one injury away from you know if if shallowy or russell go out you, you could put shelton on either wing sure and he can play backup center forward and he probably is the backup center forward but like you need another winger at least right shelton can go in the middle kinda can go in the middle i need an attacking winger that can spell those guys if they're cold push them to you know like hey you're not playing great let's get you off the field rest them uh, there was no threats to score goals off the bench other than maybe like Cam Duke in the midfield who had a handful of minutes. I need some attacking yeah. depth. I mean, the way you're addressing it, Chad, maybe I'm misreading it. You seem to be a little nonchalant about it, but if they're going to drop money, it needs to be on a frontline attacker. It has to be. That's the way, way you got to go. That's where you spend your money. Yeah, it's got to be there. Robert, I'm still waiting on you to Venmo me. <laughs> You're going to be waiting a while, son. Sad, don't seem so tough. And three on goals ain't all that rough. Our skipper has just been sent off. Some part of strong evolve comes off my butt buttings. Got me drinking. My butt buttings got me drinking. My foot buttings got me drinking. 
Illusion, anything to shake this 